Hello and welcome to another episode of the Everyday Joy Podcast. I'm your host, Joy Ravella. Let's get into today's verse. Don't let evil get the best of you. Get the best of evil by doing good. Romans 12 verse 21 from The Message. Once again here in studio with me on this Thursday, I have got the lovely Sharon. So good to have you again. Good to be with you today, Joy. We've had some great conversations over the last few days, and thank you so much for being open and vulnerable with your experience as a mum with a child who has some debilitating health issues, how that affects you, how you hand it over to God, and how you stay close in all of these times. I feel like today's verse just sort of falls into that that theme as well, because Romans 12.21 talks about getting the best of evil by doing good by overcoming the darkness with light. And I think that's my first impression of this verse, is that it's a verse that's all about just not being passive, I suppose, when evil comes into your life, trying to get the best of it, trying to find a way to bring light into that situation, not being scared of the evil or the dark. I think that's how I see it. I see it as an invitation to not be afraid. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Don't be afraid and don't let evil take over. Don't let bitterness and resentment grow in your heart. They're all evil. And for me, this verse, it really strikes me as a call to repentance and Mm. to forgiveness. Allow that forgiveness to grow in your heart and don't be overwhelmed by it. And you need to forgive. Which is hard to do. It is hard to do. It is hard. Forgiveness is, in my experience, forgiveness is, first of all, a decision. It's a decision of the will. I choose to forgive. I make the choice. The feelings may or may not come later, but first of all, I choose to forgive and I keep choosing. I know you've got a story a little bit later on about a really difficult time where you chose the path of forgiveness. But before we get to there, uh, what do you think this verse tells you about who God is or what his characteristics are? Yeah, this verse is an amazing uh, pointer to God. It, uh, it's exactly what God is like. He's gracious. He's kind. He forgives us our sins. How amazing is that? Mm. Like everything, God leads the way and he shows us what to do by doing it ahead of us. And this, this verse is actually uh, the last in a, a list, a list of things that God values. Yeah. And it includes things like love one another, be patient, don't be proud. It also says don't take revenge. Your job is to forgive. So... This is what God values, and this is who God is. So I forgive because God forgives me my sins. I forgive because God tells me to forgive, and I trust him, and I want to do what he says. He knows what's good for me. And I forgive because I see examples in the Bible of people who forgave great evil, and a lot of good came out of it. Yeah. And if you're listening right now and you're thinking, uh, you know, you've got a person in mind, and you're thinking, I cannot forgive that person or that group of people, um, there's this great story in the Bible, which I know that you wanted to expand a little bit on today. The story of Joseph. I mean, try being sold into slavery by your own brothers because they decided in the last minute, hey, this might be a better option than killing you. Like you said, Joseph was the younger brother of a whole lot of brothers who hated his guts and they decided to kill him. But then they thought, let's make a quick buck and sold him into slavery in Egypt where he was sold to someone who sent him to jail. So Joseph spent years in jail, and he then kind of got out of it by interpreting a dream for someone who worked for the Pharaoh, and he, Pharaoh 
discovered him and uh, uh, promoted him to become second in command. So then there's this famine in Israel where his brothers and, and he had come from and his brothers are forced to come down to Egypt to buy food from Joseph. The brother they sold into slavery. Oh, yeah, mm. about, you know, 20 years earlier. Wow. Yeah. and they Perfect rec- time for revenge, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So he's confronted by the people who wronged him. Well, those years ago, what's he going to do? Mm. Now he's powerful. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. And instead of being bitter and resentful, you can read about it in Genesis, I think, chapter 45. He forgives. He welcomes them into his home. He gives them food. He provides for them and their families. And great and good things come out of his forgiveness. His heart is in an attitude of forgiveness because you see what has been happening while he's rotted in jail He's been forgiving them, choosing to forgive them in his heart and cultivating that attitude of forgiveness and that readiness to forgive so that when they're in front of him, bang, he's ready. Yeah. He's ready to forgive. What a remarkable person. Mm, and you've had a very similar story as well, in a way, in your own life with forgiveness. I have, and it's a story that comes from when I was a young, a young believer and there was another young lady believing person and... I was in a prayer group with her, and I don't know, for some some reason, we just didn't get along. We kept kind of crossing each other and misunderstanding each other. It bothered me, because I knew Christianity wasn't supposed to look like this. And I didn't want to be that kind of person. So I knew what I had to do. Not very nice, but I knew that I had to forgive, because that's what the Bible tells me to do. And, you know, in the meantime, this lady moved house, and we never had a chance to make things right, and it really bothered me. So... Look, I said, I can't help that she's not here, but I can forgive her in my heart. And I made the decision to forgive. And every time I thought about all the things she'd done, all the annoying, resentful things, I forgave. And I forgave because God forgives sins. I forgave because God tells me to forgive and I trust him. I forgave because I knew it was good for me. And one day I saw her. Just she came across my path years later and I just looked into her eyes and I'll never forget that moment and I realized straight away two things. I'd forgiven her. Mm. In my heart I had nothing for this dear lady but love and friendship. And the second thing I noticed is that she'd done the same thing. She'd forgiven me and look, we just came to one another and we gave each other the best hug we could and we laughed together and we spent some time together. We didn't need to say, hey, I've forgiven you, don't you know? We knew, and that moment was so special. Yeah. It was such a powerful moment. Yeah, and it's interesting you use the word powerful because that's what forgiveness really is. It's powerful, and going back to that verse about getting the best of evil by doing good, there are so many times, I know I felt this way, where I felt powerless, like I can't change the situation, I can't change the person, I can't force them to, to do an apology. And I remember coming to a situation once a few years ago when I realized, actually, the only thing I can do and probably the most powerful thing I can do is to forgive. And that was tough. But it was the only thing, honestly, that was within my power because at the end of the day, you can't change people and you can't change their responses. And the people who've done us wrong, honestly, half of them probably have no idea. And the other half are just going around living their lives thinking, oh, yeah, not a big deal. But it's a big deal for us, right? Which is why forgiveness is so important for us. And it was so nice to hear the the story, the hard work you put in into forgiving her every time those thoughts popped up instead of letting them take you down that rabbit hole. 
So what, like, what actually happened in your brain? So you're doing the dishes or something, and I'm not speaking from experience at all here, but <laughs> suddenly you remember that person or that situation, and you're all of a sudden you're scrubbing the dishes with so much more vigor. How do you transfer that energy and that frustration in that moment into yeah. something else? I can tell you exactly. I remember a time when I've sinned, and I go, okay, I'm no better than this person. I'm exactly the same. I'm the same as this person. She's wronged me. I've wronged others. She's wronged me. I've wronged God. And that moment, it just transforms the anger to a little bit of humility, a little bit of pulling your head in and going, yikes, I'm, I'm the same. I need forgiveness. She needs forgiveness. I want people to forgive me. And so I choose to forgive her. Well, that wraps up today's episode of the Everyday Joy podcast. You can get in touch via the email. It's just in the description below. Back tomorrow. I'll catch you then.